Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Well, Carver High, I guess uh, at some level, I couldn't believe my eyes last night watching the Padres just do the Mets. I mean, when it was four to nothing, I was like, they're finished. It's over. They were lifeless. It was like, Fat lady singing, and it was, I mean, it was embarrassing. I mean, it really was. Like, J.J. said it best, one hit, whatever it was. I mean, they were anemic. I mean, how do you not show up for a game three of a best of three on your fans' time and dime? Are you kidding me? Like, everyone paid big money to go see that game, and what a just disaster. Uh, really, really tough way to go out. Uh, you guys both said it. Tough pill to swallow. And I thought Scherzer set the tone for the whole weekend. His awful performance on Friday night, that laid the groundwork uh, for what was going to be a very rough weekend for the Mets. They got nothing going last night against Joe Musgrove. Uh, they, Austin Nola, Scotty, got the Padres started early, gave them a 2 nothing lead on ESPN. Nola on the ground. Lindor can't get it. Bell's going to come in to score. Him follows him. What a job by Austin Nola as the Padres are on the board first. It's 2 to nothing. I don't even know who that is. That's how embarrassing yeah. it is. Like, Aaron's I was brother. Like, I thought there was, is that, is that Aaron's brother? Yeah, so <laughs> his brother. So Aaron pitches that great game for the Phillies on Saturday night in St. Louis, and then his brother Austin Gets the hit to start the Padres rolling uh, on Sunday night against the Mets. Uh, pretty good t- couple days for the NOLA boys, uh, Scotty, as they're both heading into the National League Division Series. Of course, there was also last night uh, the nonsense with Buck Showalter having the umpires check Joe Musgrove. First time ever that a bat boy on Twitter uh, had to go and show Buck, look, they're saying that he's got something on his ear. I'm making that up, of course. I'm just assuming that's what happened. Here's Musgrove, Scotty. He got very fired up after it happened. Look at the swag on your boy Musgrove here. You know, what was going on there? Uh, I think he was checking for (laughs) some kind of substance that was helping me spin the ball or something. Um, I've seen it before. I think he's done it before. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't don't have much to say about it. It was, you know, at the point in the game when when it happened, I was... So dialed in already. All my pitches felt good. I felt like I was executing, so it almost just kind of lit a fire under me. It was came out, told me Buck wanted to check, you know, my face, my glove, my hat. Um, but yeah, at that point, I was so dialed in and, and so focused on on getting outs. It didn't really, you know, affect me too much. So cool. I don't really disagree with JJ, uh, who earlier said uh, they had to do something. I mean, the, the place was a funeral parlor, and it was uh, it was like a morgue, and They were lifeless, and they were going to put that body in the ground in their season. And uh, he tried to stir up some, you know, cheating uh, scandal with Musgrove. Look, they brought Musgrove to San Diego to be this guy. And it's the first time he's ever been that guy. In my view, he has never 
done anything spectacular in San Diego whatsoever until last night. Last night, he was dominant. Now, I know he had the no-hitter, but that was like the first day he was there. And then since then, he's never done anything. I'll give him the no-hitter. It's, it's something for a lifetime. I respect him. I knew him in Pittsburgh, obviously. Uh, he never did anything with the Pirates except lose. He goes to San Diego, throws a no-hitter. Of course he did. But last night, he earned all that money because that's what they get these guys for is October. And now they got what they wanted. They got the Dodgers. We welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sportsman Radio Network, Sports Byline USA. Good to have you with us. And we'll finish with this because, like you said, you get paid for moments like last night. The Mets gave Max Scherzer $43 million to not pitch like he did on Friday night in that game. Uh, here he is last night uh, saying how unfortunate it is that the Mets season's over. This was, uh, this was a blast, um, uh, you know, up until the last part. Um, really enjoyed uh, the energy that all the fans brought. Um, you know, I wanted to go out there and pitch as well as I can and feed off their energy as much as I, I could. Um, you know, but, you know, this is a kick in the balls. Um, look, you, put, oh. you sacrifice everything in your life to be able to go out there. You push through every injury. You, put, you know, guys are playing through injuries. You know, we make so many sacrifices, all the training you know, that you do uh, you, for these moments uh, to, you know, to get to the postseason, and it doesn't work out. It's the worst day of the year. Well, he really cost them. I mean, and you know what? And, and, and I'm not even, no pun intended, it cost $43 million to have him around, and he doesn't win big games. I said this on Friday that he would lose to Darvish, because he doesn't win big games. He wins games that don't matter. He wins every game that doesn't matter. He's the greatest doesn't matter pitcher of all time. That's why he's got all that money and a great agent. But the reality is in the postseason, he's seven and seven in his career in 22 starts. And his ERA is around three. Uh, and in big time October playoff games, it's guys that give up one or two runs that win, not guys that give up three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, the guy got lit up, as usual. Darvish beat his ass. We will come back, uh, hear from the other teams that won this weekend, and get ready for the division series. Starts tomorrow, four game ones, including more afternoon action while we're on coast to coast. We got a lot to do. And Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove is nasty good. They're nasty. They got a shot. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. So it was funny, uh, Carver High on Saturday in the afternoon, let's say those 3.30 games, uh, 
I got off the air at four and by five, my son had like, you know, six buddies over watching those like UCLA, Utah game and everything else. And they all are betting heavily. They all have bookies and they're all corrupt, these kids. And then later that night, my daughter had a party because it was her birthday or whatever. So she had a party uh, Saturday night. There must have been 25 kids in my house. So when the pizza guy came, I brought down like six pizzas to these kids and they're all like freshmen in high school. And uh, they're all like, oh, pizza. And I go, hey, you know, if you get the BetMGM app, you get a $1,000 risk-free bet if you use the bonus code Coast to Coast. And they all looked at me like I had boogers on my face. But, you know, I'm trying even to push it on little kids. I am because, you know, I'm, I'm that way. You know, I mean, I want my kids to learn early and often about the value of learning about odds and money. It's just like uh, algebra, uh, Carver High. You know, you learn math. I think the easiest way to love math is to uh, work with dad on on running, uh, you know, accounts at the sports book. Are we on TV right now? Am I going to get in trouble for that? No, we're good. Uh, We'll we'll see. We'll flip the coin later on and find out. (laughs) Uh, Let me let me rip through uh, the other teams that advanced over the weekend, and then we can get into the matchups for the division series first. Philly swept the Cardinals 2-0, both games in St. Louis on Saturday. Bryce Harper and Aaron Nola led the way for the Phillies' final call on Phillies Radio, WIP, and for Philadelphia. So now backs up to the shortstop spot, 2-2 two two the count. Eflin ready. The pitch. Swing and a pop-up. Foul, third base side. Sosa racing over. Foul ground. He's under it. He's got it. And the game is over, and the Phillies jubilant pile out of the dugout as they celebrate a win here in St. Louis. They hang on in the ninth, and it's a 2-0 shutout over the Cardinals. And they will advance to the division series to take on the Atlanta Braves. Unbelievable. Well, it's not unbelievable. It's believable with this pitching staff. What a job they have done. Yeah, it's believable when it just happened and you still don't believe it. Here's the deal. They're going to be playing at Citizens uh, in the next round. They're going to get home games. And I'll tell you what, it is stunning to me that the St. Louis Cardinals, who are one of the great franchises in all of the game, they win 11 world championships and they couldn't win a game at Busch Stadium. That, to me, was absolutely stunning. Now, the, I bet on the Phillies, as you know, with that uh, six-run ninth inning, I had a bet on the Phillies. I hit that bet Friday. I just couldn't believe Saturday they backed it up with a 2 nothing win. The Cardinals couldn't even score a run. Are you kidding me at Bush Stadium? What a shame. you got to be kidding me. What a shame. What a shame. What a shame. It really was. What a shame. What a shame. Uh, Yachty, and, and Rob- Yachty and his uh, boy going out like that. And they couldn't even let the Phillies celebrate. The guy who puts the microphone in Bryce Harper's face on the field while they're jumping around can't even ask him about the Phillies moving on. Immediately, it's, well, what do you think of Pujols and and Molina's last game? Like, Bryce looked at him like, why the hell do I care? I'm trying to open up a bottle over here. Like, get out of my face, dude. They made it so much about those guys. I am so glad that they're out. I am so, because I didn't need another three weeks of Pujols and Molina and all these guys. Wainwright didn't get the pitch. They had him practically crying at his locker after the game. Enough. I'm sick of And let me say this. Molina has had a great career. There's no denying it. Right. But at the end, this year, he was so fat and slow and worthless, it wasn't even funny. It was like like he never had a career. The guy was absolutely worthless. Finished. Uh, Cleveland and Tampa... They had a hard time scoring runs over those two days uh, in Cleveland. About 15 innings on Saturday. They set the record for the longest scoreless postseason game. Finally, in the bottom of the 15th, Oscar Gonzalez on Guardians Radio. A swing and a high fly. Deep left center field. It is gone. sends the Guardians to the division series. A mob scene at home plate. A towering solo homer to left center to end this marathon incredible playoff game. 
I bet on Tampa Saturday. I hit Cleveland Friday. I will say this, that uh, I think it's a great atmosphere at Progressive. It ain't yeah. the Bronx, but it's pretty good. It's a good atmosphere in Cleveland. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. I do not believe, frankly, that the uh, Guardians are pushovers by any stretch. In fact, of all the teams, of all the teams left, they've won literally like 28 or 35 games. I mean, they're playing better baseball than anybody. And then I heard everyone, I've heard everyone, JJ, everybody says they can't hit, they can't Mm. score runs, they can't, well, how in the F do you win 28 or 34 if you can't do anything? Like, you know, I just don't believe that. They're a really good team and they have speed and they run the bases, they get on base, they move runners over and they hit singles and score runs. That's called baseball. Uh, In the Bronx, all they do is swing for defenses. Uh, there's no other way to win for the Yankees to swing for defenses. And when they don't hit home runs, they don't win. Well, look, they might not score a lot of runs, but they don't give up any runs either. All right. So maybe they're not scoring a lot, but they don't give up any. Uh, As you saw in those two games against Tampa, that is not going to be easy for the Yankees. Uh, That's going to be a very tough five game series for them. Uh, In the other one, the Mariners, Scotty, what a pike job by the Blue Jays. On Saturday afternoon, they had an 8 1 lead at home in the Rogers Center. They come all the way back, the Mariners. They beat them 10 to 9. They sweep the series. I'm not even going to play the Mariner audio because it wasn't Dave Sims. And we only play Dave Sims Mariner highlights uh, on Coast to Coast. That's the way that it goes. The Soul Man, uh, who they let do like, because there's no TV in the playoffs, they let him do like two or three innings on the radio. So some point in this series, we need the Soul Man to get a big home run against the Astros so that we can play it on Coast to Coast. So the Mariners move on as well. There it is, the updated postseason bracket for you, Scotty. Phillies, Braves, Padres, Dodgers. Yankees, Guardians, Mariners, Astros. That is your updated postseason bracket. Yeah, I think that, uh, believe it or not, I think the Mariners are going to have problems with the Astros. I think the Padres are going to give the Dodgers problems. I really do. I think the Braves are a better team. And I think the Yankees will have difficulty with the Guardians based on uh, how young and stupid they are. They just don't give an F. And they are winning. For two months now, they've been winning. Like, I would rather be hot right now than be some high payroll team like the Yankees or Dodgers. Yeah. You're the high payroll team or you're the Astros. You're the number one team and no one can beat you. You want to be all that? Go ahead. I'd rather be some young, stupid, hot team that's on fire with the pitching that you've been talking about. Listen, I have made so much money on the Guardians over the last month and a half, betting on them every night. I kid you not. Like, I've literally, uh, you don't even want to know. You don't even want to know what I've made. I've been betting on them. You know, every day we've been doing this show together. Every day I bet on the Guardians for two months. The Dodgers are still, of course, the favorites to win the World Series as we are now down to eight teams. They are plus 275. The Astros are plus 350. Yankees and the Braves are plus 500. Gets a little deeper after that uh, with the four teams, of course, that just won this weekend. Look at that price on the Guardians. Oh, my God. And the Seattle price. Uh, Look at that San Diego and Philly. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, my God, the money. Like, I'm going to listen. I'm on the Padres like I'm on that ice cream when I go to Petco. I am on it like nine cups of ice cream. I am on it because... I want to see the Dodgers lose like no other. Like, I listen, if they lose, honestly, it'll be the greatest thing that's happened to me since my children were born. I hope they lose I'm taking the Padres for the series. Woo! Let's go, Carver High! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Cabinets are NFL Insider. You catch him on Coast to Coast three times a week and double shots on Friday for Elevation Style. And you see him on Sports Grid TV as well all of the time because he's got the inside skinny and scoop and final word on pain day action. And we got a big game tonight, but let's start with this. Uh, finally, the college coach will be able to go back and run a college football program where he's meant to be. I have never once, since the time you've been on the show, been a supporter of Matt Rule in the NFL, especially with the fact that he brought all of his college coaches with him and all of his college quarterbacks and players that he had experienced at one place or another uh, in college. It just was so collegiate. He might as well have had a backpack on during the games and books uh, and a schedule to go to class. I honestly never felt he was an NFL coach, and I don't think he'll ever be in the NFL ever again. Yeah, so so here's the thing with the Panthers. You know, I, I talked to you from Charlotte uh, when I was there visiting training camp, and actually was in Spartanburg, North Carolina, South Carolina, which is very close to Charlotte. But I could tell you that their expectations were pretty high for this team. They they had a very aggressive free agency, one of the best, probably the most aggressive of any team. They felt that like they've got good returns. They had a, they had a good draft of what they had. They, they remember they didn't have a couple early round picks, but. So the expectations were high. Then they made the Baker Mayfield trade, and that's where it has not worked out. And here's the problem. Let's get to owner David Tepper. Tepper hired Rule in January of 2020. He gave him a seven-year deal with full personnel control. What does that mean? That means he has the so-called final say on everything. 53-man roster, game day, draft free agency if he wants it. And it's hard to do that when this guy had only worked at the NFL for one year in 2012 as an assistant online coach for the Giants. Yes, he's a great college head coach. Turn around the Temple program, turn around the Baylor program. As, and as you said very well, brought in a bunch of college ranks. Phil Snow, his defense coordinator, was fired today by Steve Wilkes, interim head coach, and some other coaches. And also, P.J. Walker, who right now is going to be the quarterback uh, for the Panthers because Baker Mayfield's going to miss time to a, to a left high ankle sprain. So, look, here's the deal. When you're bringing a guy with extremely small pro experience, you don't want to give him all that control, but here's what happened with Tepper. He thought, and this is true, other teams are going to be involved. If they didn't hire him, somebody else would. And Rule in 2020 was the top coaching name to come out of college football. So I get why he did that, but this is a memo to owners. Don't give guys who are not ready full personnel control. Let them just coach. He should not have had that control, and that control now will go to Scott Fitterer, who's the general manager. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, David Tepper said today he's going to give Steve Wilkes a chance. He's the interim head coach. He's not going to make any decisions in terms of who's going to be coach at 23 and beyond. He wants to see what Steve Wilkes did. And remember, Wilkes Farrell was an interim head coach at 2018 with the Cardinals and fired after one season and, quite frankly, was not treated fairly, not given a chance at all to, to, to succeed there. Didn't have their quarterback of the future in, in uh, Josh Rosen, who, by the way, just got cut by the Browns in the last 24 hours off their practice squad. So, uh, Maybe Steve Wilkes will have a better chance here, but the problem is it they're in major trouble at quarterback. And that, when you don't get it right at quarterback, you've got no chance. Well, that's for sure. And you have a list already of NFL people that are uh, lining up for this opportunity, perhaps. And one of them stands out to me. Make it, make it two. The two that stand out to me are Kellen Moore and D'Amico Ryan, uh, who's, uh, I think... 
doing a hell of a job with that San Francisco defense and not just this season, last season. So I think they're, uh, you know, there's going to be people talking about those two names for sure. Oh, Domingo Ryans is probably, Pharrell, if we just, if you and I put a list together of 10 people, he's in our top three. He's phenomenal. Uh, Talking to someone with the 49ers, one of the smartest coaches I've ever been around, was in the running to be the Vikings head coach. But the fact of the matter is, this is a former first-round pick, a very successful linebacker, now a tremendous, tremendous uh, head coaching candidate. In fact, you saw what his defense did yesterday uh, to the Panthers, completely shut them down. Yeah, he, he is marvelous. And remember, the, the, the Niners lost Robert Sala, so they're going to lose Ryan at some point to be a head coach. And you know, Dan Quinn, by the way, done a phenomenal job. He's on my list. He's a guy that, just talking to people around the league, he's a guy who's going to be head coach again, former head coach of the Falcons, got to a Super Bowl. Work with Scott Fritter when both of those guys were with the Seahawks. Byron Leftwich, and you mentioned Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is a very smart football coach. And remember now, they go into Philly. Philly, Sunday night. Sunday night football for first place. First place is on the line there in Philly. Uh, with the Cowboys having one loss, Philly is the only team that's undefeated. And Jonathan Gannon, by the way. Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, was the runner-up to be the Texas head coach, which went to Levy Smith. And Raheem Morris, by the way, I know he was too young when he was the Bucs head coach in his early 30s. He's done a tremendous job with the Rams. So those are the names that you're going to hear about when we get closer to January. Those are the top guys right now who will be head coaches next season. Let me guess who you're leaning towards Sunday night in Philadelphia at the link. Let me guess. You know what, though? Hang on a second. The Eagles did not play well. And I know that people, and I saw what you said yesterday, the Eagles minus six. They choked that lead. In fact, there were three or four teams that choked big leads yesterday. Obviously, the Packers, a big one, up 14, choked to the Giants. Uh, but, yeah, I'll tell you what, though. The way that the Cowboys are playing defense right now, just phenomenal. And, and when you look at Micah Parsons, right now, he's the best defensive player of the National Football League. He's phenomenal. Dan Quinn's done an unbelievable job with his defense. And what I love about Quinn Farrell is he understands how to use personnel. That's called coaching and moving Parsons everywhere where you don't know where he's going to line up. That's going to be difficult. And, by the way, the Eagles have now three guys hurt in their offensive line. That does worry me a little bit. We'll, we'll have more of that on Thursdays, coast to coast. I'll have more information on that game, including injuries. But that does worry me. And the Eagles' offensive line had some issues in that game yesterday. All right, two quick questions off the record. Uh, one, how terrible was that call on the Falcons oh. on the sack of Brady? And two, why did they not let uh, two-glove Teddy back in the game when he was completely fine? Here's the thing. And I – the league will never say this. I think they're being very conservative with concussions. Okay. He passed Teddy Bridgewater passed pretty much everything, but they were concerned with that, with a head injury, which is by the way, is a brain injury, whether it's a concussion or not, you get, you get, you worry about that. But now Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins said he was fine after the game. And that's good. By the way, that's, that's great to know that. But the fact of the matter is if they rule him out, there's nothing you can do. They take the medical decisions out of the coach's hands. That's number one. But let's get to the Falcons-Bucks game. See, this is my problem with that call. If you saw Grady Jarrett, right, what do you want him to do? He tackles Brady. He turns his body over. So the momentum now, they want to protect quarterbacks. Are they going to make that same call in the playoffs? This is my problem with this particular call. I, I don't agree with it, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I know from talking to the league over the years, uh, they want the, a player to keep his momentum at a minimum. They don't want them to roll on a quarterback. But you could clearly see. Now, what the officials will tell you, and I remember talking to the head of officials, Mike Pereira, many years ago about this. Pereira said that they cannot legislate intent. They just got to go by what they see and by the letter of the rule. That that was in a ridiculous call. And quite frankly, with the game where you saw the Bucks running away for it, the, the, the Falcons came back. They might have won that game. Okay, that that absolutely cost them. It's it's a shame, and I get Arthur Smith, the head coach's uh, issue with it. It, it. It's a very tough call, and I hate to see a game come down to that. Uh, he was livid. All right, so we got a Monday nighter at Arrowhead with the Raiders and Kansas City. Break it down for me, Adam. Yeah, this game, you know, it's unbelievable. Andy Reid owns this team 15-3 and in his previous nine years as head coach of the Chiefs against the Raiders. That's unbelievable. 40.2 points per game over the last five. And the Raiders, you know, I talked to a couple teams that play the Raiders. You know, the issue that the Raiders have is not their front. They, they're very gifted with their front four. They're really bad in the secondary, one of the worst secondaries in the National Football League. Now, the one thing, Pharrell, when you look at the Chiefs right now, 
their scoring is just about they've now caught up to last year's first four games, but they're down explosive plays downfield and they take longer. Their drives are longer. Why? Because you don't have Tyree kill. That's why you're not seeing these four or five play drives. They're, they're taking longer. But the bottom line is Clyde Edwards Hilaire at running back is, is having a breakout season and he needs to because they have their fifth year option due on him next year. This will go a long way if this continues, if he can just play this well about them picking it up. Um, but they, they need to get more explosive plays. And you can do that. The way you beat the Chiefs is you – the way you beat the Raiders is you throw the ball downfield. I expect them to try to do that tonight. And, by the way, Juju Smith-Schuster has a quadriceps and hamstring injury. They expect him to play. But Harrison Bucker, the kicker, the one of the best kickers in the league, league with his left ankle, he got hurt in week one at the Cardinals. And that's when they had that bad turf. If you remember, Andy Reid was not happy about that. Uh, in State Farm Stadium, and he has not played since then, and he will not play tonight. Matthew Wright will fin- fill in for the second straight game for him. But overall here, they come out, they come into this game healthy. I'm surprised the line isn't higher than seven. It's 51 and a half now. I will tell you about these, these interdivisional games. These divisional games, more often than not, they go under the total. But this is not a game where the Chiefs should struggle. They should have no problem against the Raiders. And another thing, talking to some teams that play the Raiders, I don't think Derek Carr right now is terribly comfortable with uh, with Josh McDaniel's scheme. It's He's been up and down, uh, obviously better the last game when they played Denver. He's got a good defense, but it's going to take him a little bit of time. And what's going to help him is Hunter Renfro, their star slot corner, slot receiver, rather, is back from his concussion. He got cleared, and he missed the last two games. They need him in the middle of the field. But bottom line is the weather's nice. The Chiefs are clearly the better team. It's going to be hard for the Raiders tonight. I got 30 seconds. Do you think Jacobs will be able to run the ball against that Kansas City defense? Yeah, and here, Willie Gay, their star inside linebacker for the Chiefs, remember, he's suspended. So that's part of it. And the, the only way they could stay in this game is to be able to run the football. If, you're, if your Steelers just could have run the football a little bit yesterday, maybe they would have made the game a little bit closer. But alas, they did not. But it's going to be hard for the Raiders tonight. Josh Jacobs was unbelievable last week against Denver, and they're going to have to come out running. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers, uh, I was doing in-game live with Marenzi, and in the middle of that game, the, the in-game line was 32 and a half, and they still didn't cover. I mean, honest to God. All right, Adam, enjoy the game tonight. We'll see you later this week on CBC, my man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected. But a little further apart. But then... There are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Here's what this guy Boger, who was the ref in the Falcons game, said about the play with Jarrett. Quote, what I had was the defender grabbed the quarterback while he was still in the pocket and unnecessarily threw him to the ground. That is what I'm making my decision based on, end quote. So unnecessarily threw him to the ground. Like, what game are you watching, bro? You are tripping. He tackled him. 
and he rolled him over, but he didn't do it violently. He just, yeah. with his weight, rolled him over. I, I thought it was the worst call. Like I said, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Go ahead, Carver. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. All right, let's finish the baseball, and then we got a lot of college football to do. Uh, so game one's tomorrow. First one is going to be before we get on the air on Coast to Coast. The Phillies and the Braves will start their series in Atlanta. For the series, Scotty, the Braves are minus 200. The Phillies are plus 165. Coincidentally, that is also the odds for game one tomorrow, where you are going to have Max Freed taking the ball against Ranger Danger Suarez for the Phillies. Game one in Atlanta, 1 p.m. Eastern, first pitch tomorrow. Well, what's interesting to me is how good Suarez has been on the road for the Phillies. He's been their yeah. best road pitcher. So, and the way they just snuck into Bush and won those games with that ninth inning six run with one out, that was crazy. So anything's possible with the Phillies, right? But you cannot deny that Freed is dominant and he's at home and the Braves are a better team than the Phillies. So it's a hard bet. Are you willing to take the run and a half? I mean, that's what I'm asking you right now. I still think Freed's better than Suarez. I don't care how good he is on the road. I think the Braves are going to win this series, but I think the Phillies are going to push them a little bit. Uh, I, I like the way the Phillies are playing right now. These two teams know each other so well. They played 18 times this year, the whole deal. Uh, this ain't going to be some sweep. I, this could go five, but I think the Braves are going to beat them, uh, especially if Nola... Uh, and Wheeler pitch as well as they did in the first round. Uh, next up, Scotty, National League side, game one late tomorrow night. We'll talk about the game one uh, tomorrow on Coast to Coast. The Dodgers are minus 250 for the series. Padres plus 180. They're going to go with Clevenger in game number one at Chavez Ravine. Dodgers still have not announced who they're going to pitch in game number one. It sounds like it's going to be Kershaw, though. Not official, but sounds like it's going to be Kershaw. Yeah, well, I, you know, I'm on that it's Kershaw, and that's who's pitching. And Clevenger against Kershaw, here's the deal. I think that the Padres come in completely lit and jacked and confident and capable yeah. of beating this guy. He is, like Scherzer, an October nightmare. Although he's had one good October, which is all that matters when he won a ring. So I'm not going to deny his brilliance. But overall, in the postseason, in his career, he has been terrible. That's just it. There's only one word for it. Terrible. So I think the Padres have a shot against him in game one. I think the Padres have to win game one if they are going to have any chance at all to win this series. They have, had, they have been so bad against the Dodgers the last couple of years. Dodgers beat them up. Dodgers swept them, them two years ago in the COVID. They own them. They, if they lose that first game, especially if it's like 7-1 or something, I could just see it unraveling and them getting swept. They got to win game one off the momentum from beating the Mets. Mariners and the Astros will play game one tomorrow afternoon 3.30 p.m. Eastern first pitch, so right when, after we get going on Coast to Coast. For the series, Astros minus 225, Mariners plus 180. Verlander gets the ball in game number one. Gilbert Grape, Logan Gilbert's going to get the ball for the Mariners. Uh, Astros tomorrow, Scotty, minus 225. Listen, what they did Saturday was miraculous. It was unheard yes. of. I do not think that happens against Justin Verlander, okay? This guy works fast, change speeds, throws strikes, and brings 100-mile-an-hour gas uh, every inning. And, and I'm talking about for eight innings. He's going to go eight innings. So if he's on his game, he'll go the distance. So uh, I think it's going to be very hard to beat Verlander. Yankees and Cleveland will play tomorrow night. We'll do a full preview on Coast to Coast tomorrow, we will hear from all of the participating members. Yankees in that series, Scotty, minus 225. Uh, Guardians right now, plus 180 to win the series. Uh, comes down to Listen, be cold tomorrow night. Need to see I mean, well. I just have, you know, you and I both love the Yankees, so fair enough. We, we all know we're homerized milk toast here. But I do not like Garrett Cole. Every time this no, guy goes out to pitch in a big game, he gives up three home runs. So, I, you know, I would have started Severino. I would have started Cortez. But, of course, 
they got to go with Loverboy. That's their favorite guy. They give him all the money. So he always is. They would start him in a game one if they lost 30 games in a row. They would still start him. Uh, because they just they, they can't get away from Garrett Cole being their guy. And then they celebrate his strikeout record over Gidry. Who cares? Uh, all I know is in big games, this guy gets lit up in the Bronx. This is the, he gets lit this up. Is where in he Houston, just, he never got touched yeah. because he cheated, and everybody knows it. And so in the Bronx, he ain't got nothing on his sticky finger. So he might as well listen to Sticky Fingers, Rolling Stones. Got news for you too. The two years, the two years he was in Houston, they didn't win those two years. They didn't win the World Series when he was in Houston. He wasn't part of the team that won. So he hasn't won anything in his life in Major League Baseball. Now is where he just like Scherzer the other night, and we killed him. This is where Cole makes his money when he gets the ball tomorrow night. At oh, he won that year. trip to the bank, no. all right. He won the trip to the bank. I know that. But now he needs to go and earn it. Also, Araldus Chapman. Chapman is not going to be on the roster, Scotty. This was just a weird set of affairs. He's the Yankees done. had a wor- Yankees had a workout on Friday. Mandatory workout for the team. Our boy Bob Nightingale tweeted earlier today. Apparently, Chapman said to the Yankees, if I'm not on the roster, I'm not going to come to the workout. And basically, the Yankees told him, well, just stay home then. Uh, if you don't want to come. So the Yankees, he's in Miami. He's done. Uh, he's probably thrown his last pitch for the pinstripes. So see you later. You didn't want to sweat I, with him on the mound anyway, Scotty. Did you want to sweat with Chapman on the mound? Well, listen, I got to tell you, I think it's a mistake. I think they're playing big boss here, big boy pushing around the employee, yeah. uh, telling him, don't come then. We're done with you. And he's finished with the Yankees, obviously. That's the last time you'll ever see him pitch for the Yankees. But here's the deal. They're bullpen is so depleted and is so awful that they need him. And the fact is, even if it's for one inning every game, I need that guy in the sixth, seventh inning to give me an inning. He throws 100 miles an hour. Now, I know he's had his problems, but last week when they needed him most, he came through for him. And now all of a sudden they kicked him off of the team and they got no one in that bullpen. So get ready. Their problems are just beginning because when Cole gets lit up and they go to their middle and their bullpen closers and their end game, it's a disaster. Holmes' shoulder, it it fell off. It's in the bathroom somewhere. They can't find it. And then uh, I don't trust any of them, not one of them. I don't trust trust one of their closers. I don't either. None of them. Nobody in that. None of their relievers. Uh, Middle, late, I don't care who it is. About anybody who's going to come through that door out in the outfield, I would, I'm going to, you'll be worried about it if you're a Yankee fan, that's for sure. So wouldn't you want him on the roster then at least? Because the guy, he's got a history of going out there and throwing 100 mile an hour gas. Uh, He's been, he's been so bad. And and look, he don't got good playoff moments with the Yankees either. Uh, He's got some rough, rough outings. When he was good, he had some rough outings uh, for the Yankees the last few years. So, uh, it is what it is. There's more to They're this. They're doomed remember with he, that bullpen. And remember, he, he missed three weeks with the stupid tattoo thing a month ago. Like, they've okay. had all kinds of problems with him. What they need they, they've had all is, sorts of issues. Mike, they need their starters to go seven innings. Oh, no doubt. They got no oh, bullpen. This is, if they, if they're, these guys are only going five, Yankees are going home early. You they're said going home. They need, they need 21 outs from their starting pitching in order for them to be able to get there and they can finish, get the finish line. I'm going to save Cashman for tomorrow. We'll use him as part of the preview before the Yankees play the Guardians since that's just him talking about how much money Judge is going to get. All right, college football. Let's quickly go through a couple of things from Saturday. I will start with Alabama, Scotty. Gets, last year they lose to Texas A&M. This year they probably should have lost to him again. Aggies have the ball, Scotty, inside the five. Final play of the game on CBS. One play for one monumental upset for the Aggies. King to throw for it to the corner. Incomplete. Alabama survives at home. Awful play. I'm so sick of them winning every single effing game. Honestly, I'm so sick of it. And they got their own television now. They're just like Notre Dame. I mean, what Alabama game isn't on CBS? 
Yeah, uh, it's tough. I, I wanted them to score so bad. When when you get that close to getting Alabama beat, you want them to lose. I don't care if you bet I, on I them agree. or not. It, it, you want them to go down when it's that close. Unfortunately, it does not happen. Uh, Michigan, Scotty, beat Indiana 31-10. to Hoosiers hung around for a while. Unfortunately, in the second half, uh, Michigan just a little bit too much. From scary moment for their running back coach, Mike Hart as well, taken to the hospital. I'm friends with him. Collapsed on the sideline, Scotty. That was a scary scene right there. I think Mafia knows him too. He used to play ball with me all the time. The guy is the greatest guy and I, at his age, and he was an athlete, a great player. I don't understand how that guy had a stroke. He's in his 30s, low 30s. Uh, uh, amazing, really is. Tennessee hammered LSU 40-13. to Worst home loss for Brian Kelly. Uh, in his career across all of his stops. Tennessee now, they will face Alabama on Saturday, Scotty, on Rocky Top in Knoxville. Uh, Interesting game, which we will discuss tomorrow. Oh, and uh, Tennessee starting safety, Jalen McCullough, he celebrated the win by getting arrested on felony assault charges. Uh, So that's one way. Uh, Some guy, some drunk guy walked into his apartment at all hours, and he was in the wrong apartment, hammered. And your boy McCullough beat his ass, and then they that arrested the him because he beat his ass. I'm on McCullough's side. Someone comes in I my house, I'm going to beat your ass, and then I'm going to worry wow. about it later. And that's what happened there. He's getting a real bad media ringing because he got arrested because he split the guy's face open with a bunch of jackrabbit wow. punches because the guy broke the into guy... his house hammered. Guy walked in the wrong apartment. He lives upstairs. He went in the wrong one. He made a wrong move. Uh, TCU-Kansas was a wild game. TCU ended up beating them 38-31. to Crazy stuff there. Mississippi State took care of Arkansas since he had big problems with South Florida but ended up winning. Georgia destroyed Auburn. They cost me my under because they couldn't tackle the guy at the end of the fourth quarter. Oklahoma State beat Texas Tech by 10. The cover 41-31. How about UCLA? You said it earlier, Scotty. 42-32, they beat Utah at home at the Rose Bowl. Look out for Chip Kelly and the Bruins, Scotty. Yeah, they mean business. And I thought the other big game was South Carolina beating Kentucky in Lexington. Yeah. I couldn't uh, fathom that happened. I don't even think they're good. Yeah, Will Levis uh, didn't play for Kentucky. That hurt a lot. NC State beat FSU at the end. How about the awful interception by the kid on Florida State. They had the ball in field goal range. They were going to beat the Wolves. How about how Stanford lost throw. on the last oh, play of the game Stanford. with Oregon State that they missed the tackle and the guy went oh, down the, the sideline. you got to be effing kidding me. I lost that game on the money line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.
talking bad about people. It's for finish time. Deion Sanders gets into it with Alabama State coach Eddie Robinson Jr. during uh, the post-game handshake. Just so we're clear, that is not uh, Eddie Robinson's kid. Just so you know that. Uh, so he doesn't matter. And then he started up with Dion, who does matter. And then after the game, he said, he ain't swack. I don't know if anybody wants to be swack, actually. <laughs> Maybe swag. I don't know about swack. The swack conference. Draymond Green apologizes for the incident with Paul. says he failed as a leader. He's taking time away to deal with his mental health issue. God bless him and the tennis player, Osaka. Lakers VP of Ops Rob Palenka agrees to new deal through 26 for whatever reason. He's done such a great job running the team into the ground. Uh, the Hawks emerge as a contender for uh, Jake Crowder. Bronny James, uh, DJ Wagner, Caitlin Clark agree to Nike NIL deals. Ronaldo scored his 700th goal for Man U the other day. Lightning suspend Ian Cole amid a probe by the NHL into sexual assault allegations made against him from some teenager who says that she got into it with Cole in bed, allegedly, saying that she slept with him multiple times, allegedly, and that he got his freak on with other chicks too, allegedly. What a great story. The gift that keeps on giving. Southwest pilot sues after coworker exposed himself watching porn during the flight. Mavi, didn't I watch porn on that flight? Was that the flight home from Vegas? No, don't do it now. Don't, don't talk about porn. Oh, hospital denies man was alive when they put him in a body bag and took him to the morgue. <laughs> I love it. One dead and multiple uh, injuries after a man goes on a stabbing attack on the Vegas Strip. Did you see this guy? He, he was like, he said, call ISIS. Uh, come get me. I want to be deported <laughs> after he stabbed 30 people. Man, Vegas is a scene now. Window washer falls 66 feet to the death from the JFK library. Ooh. Woman duct tape slashed on a Tinder date, then ordered food afterwards. Glad she got her food delivered after the kidnapping. Teaching is next to Braun events. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. <laughs> 